Hello everyone and welcome to the Shadowcast. It's a podcast talking about all the things that are hidden in the shadows. I'm your host, The Living Shadow. Let's get started. Okay, you guys. Just out here still listening to this. Um, today, I think, is going to be about healing. Spiritual healing. Um, trauma healing. I don't know if that would be considered the same thing, to be honest. That's something else I have to explore. Anyway, point being. Because it's really, um, I mean, it's always important that we do that. But it kind of occurred to me that some people may not even know how to do that. And they just keep, you know, as I was talking the last one, I was saying, like, every year there's a cycle. And you go through and, uh, uh, you know, like, you have the seasons. And as the seasons change, you know, you your your mindset changes to match that season. And I was saying, I, I realized that maybe some people just don't have that. You know how, like, there's people who party in the summer, and then they stay at home in the winter, and they get out, and they're like, you know, I got to get my summer body. Like, what's a summer body? You've got the same body all year around. What's a summer body? You know what I'm saying? Like, some people really have the idea of each season that they change, and some people don't have that idea. And so it occurred to me that if you don't have an idea and you've never gone through that, or if you're, um, you know, if you haven't gone through that in a while, it may be um, something to really, it may be really something to examine that you may not know how to be that introspective anymore. So this is going to be, I don't want even want to call it a lesson on it because it, it may not be a lesson. I just hope I say something that y'all can take and and uh, apply it to whatever you got going on to get whatever healing that you need to get. That's really what my hope is. That's really what my wish is. That's what, that's what my prayer is. That's what my prayer is. And I can just say something that was it's gonna help somebody out there, and that's even why I started doing this. But, um, like, like the first step in anything is to always ask why you do this, right? And the second step, after you say, okay, well, this happened, this is why I did this, ask yourself, who made that decision? Not who as in... Was it me or it, it, it was either me or it was them? No, it's like what part of you made that decision? Because there's different parts of us that make decisions for us. And we really got to sit back and ask yourself, when you do something, who's doing it? Is it your three-year-old self, your 10-year-old self? Your 20-year-old self, your 90-year-old self, you may not even get to 90, but you could be your 90-year-old self say, oh, you better do this now so that when you get here, I'm not pissed off at you. That's something I had to learn a while ago. You've got to think with your retired self. 
always think, you know, people say, you know, uh, think with your higher self. That's also good, too. That's also the best way to do, well, depending on what your higher self is. Because some people, their higher self is terrible. And they don't need to be, they need to stay on low vibrations so they can get some stuff going. Because if they get, <laughs> I done met some people like that. So that's why I'm getting like, wait a minute. <laughs> Uh, I met some people who they didn't got to their higher self and their higher self is horrible. I was like, whoa, wait a minute. I thought you was a good person. Where'd you get to? You did the whole transforming to something I don't even want to deal with no more. <laughs> oh, Jesus, that was terrible. Thank you, Lord, for delivering me from that. Amen. Anyway. I'm sorry, I know it's just, you have to, anxiety comes back, and so you gotta, like, wait a minute, I feel it coming, you're not allowed here, back up, back up, back up, back up, take a deep breath, nope, we're not doing anxiety today, we're not doing that today, we're not doing depression today, we're not doing that today, we, I, I done been through that, we, I'm not going there again, I don't care what, what, what else is going on in the world? I'm not going there again. You gotta put up that. You gotta put up your spiritual shield and say, "I'm not gonna let that energy come to me today. I'm not gonna let that get to me today. I'm not going to. I'm just gonna stop and and remember where I am. Remember who I am. Remember what I've done. And you say, "Oh, wait a minute." I can control my world. And this is the thing that people don't get. Because I had this before. And I stopped saying it because I had so much fight back for when I said it. But now I want to be like Nene. I said what I said. <laughs> but. The point being like. People like. You act like you the, you the center of the world. I am the center of my world. You're the center of your own world. Everybody's the center of their own world. Okay? So, yes. It is important to me to take care of myself. Why? Because nobody else is going to do all that. Right? And when... When when someone... When I say that... I do not mean financially. I mean spiritually, who is taking care of you? Who is really nurturing your spirit and trying to look after you as a person? There's very few people who do that. And for a lot of people, they need someone else to do it because they don't even know how to do it for themselves. And there's somebody like me and I keep getting people telling me that I don't know how to do it for myself when I do. The problem is I do it for myself and then everybody and their mama want me to come and come do it for them too. And I'm like, I cannot do it for every single body. Do Not Disturb is is been my best friend right now because I cannot, I, I just, I can't. Like I'm such a, maybe I'm too sensitive to energy. I don't know. But like I need a bubble. To be in. 
And some people really don't need a bubble. And I need a bubble. I truly need a bubble. Like, I cannot handle certain things. And so, I know that about myself, though. Because I've done that introspective work. This is be like, okay, look. I'm cool. I'm up. I'm happy. I'm doing stuff. And that doesn't necessarily mean you're happy just because you're up. You know, like, you like... If you in a, if you in high vibrations, then yeah, that's good for me, you know, to to do that. Like I said, for some people, they need to stick low because when they get to high vibrations, they start doing some crazy shit. But point being, you have to find out what gets you into these higher vibrations, and then find out what takes you out. Right? Really, really look at every single corner of your life. What is bringing what is bringing me joy and what is not? I don't remember who that was. It's you know it, um it's a lot of uh of sayings like that. Like you know, like there's feng shui, uh I'm learning Vashtu, uh like there's lots of different um things that describe that the different energies will affect your mood, will affect how you are. And I recently had a um, conversation where I was just like, I was talking to somebody and they were just like, well, nobody cares about, you know, your spirit. I'm like, that is a part of a person. Or and the same person was like, nobody cares about your emotions. I'm like, that is a whole part. Of, like, for me, I've been told a couple of times, I don't, like, I, by people... They don't care about someone's emotions. I'm 60% water. Okay? Like, not necessarily... Like, also chemistry, but, like... in And uh, biology. But, like... As far as for, like, my chart makeup... is 60% water. Uh, water is emotional work. Um, emotional feelings and that emotion ocean. If you tell me you don't care about my emotions and you just don't care about... That's literally the majority of who I am as a person. I don't know anybody who does not... Uh, who isn't their emotions. Like, how can you not be your emotions? I don't I don't know how that is. That just doesn't make sense. Like, if you are something, you are something. Just like if someone can't... Uh, I feel like somebody can't just claim to never have been anything. You know what I mean? Um, for instance, say you were a, say you were a, a California resident for maybe 0. 0.20 seconds. You went there and you live with, and then you left back. Like you were a California resident. That was a thing that you did. And it doesn't matter how how long of an amount of time you did that. You, that was still something that was done. So really when you go back and... and people have a very good... A very, um, very easy time accepting something wrong and harmful that they've done. And saying that I was that person that did that. But we have a real hard time with taking something that we did that was good or miraculous or or 
impulsive and claiming that and not only claiming that but claiming that in a positive way there's a lot of people who um just do not claim something in a positive way and you know the thing about it um the thing about it too is that if you refuse to claim this in a positive way if you refuse to claim it at all, it just it's just floating around in your mind, being dust. I don't know if you guys have ever had, um, if you ever have thought about the concept of mental dust, like you, you like you see dust on the table, but it's in your mind. Your mind is dusty. You need to wipe it off. You need to clear it out. Go through all those memories. Go through all those things, and do that. And that's the thing. It's hard because this is normally like a winter time thing. We do that, you know. That's why the winter time is a rewarding time. You're not, you don't go outside, right? This year we we had that whole time earlier because of the Rona and people were quarantined and and, and everybody was quarantined. People who aren't used to this, people in like that Florida, California, whatever those southern states and western states, like those those climates, at least for us in America, they have not gone because they don't they can go outside all year round. They never had to sit down and had an introspective look at their life. And some people refuse to even do it then. They was like, Oh well, I'ma just put my mask on and I can still go out here and I'ma still um go uh drive out all over the place and still, like it's it's like um, honey, you, 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 like, I get it that you want to, but you really don't have to. Like, you can just not and sit and have, like, the same, like, retrospective time everybody else is having right now. Like, just because you don't want to do it doesn't mean you don't have to do it. That's, like, a thing. Like, even for... Me, I'm a, I'm a serial procrastinator. As much as I know, as much as I don't want to do something, I know I eventually will have to do it. There's some people who are just like, I will never, ever, 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 ever have to face anything ever, ever, ever. And then when they do, and, just, and then when you bring in something up, they're just like, um, well, I'm not going to face that right now, so you can either not um, bring it up again, or we can... And like, not hang out because I'm not going to face it. And I'm like, okay, I guess we're just not going to hang out. Like, I can't be around people who just won't face things. Who just won't face anything. And I get it. I get it. Because, like I said earlier, Do Not Disturb has been my best friend for a while. Because I can't, like, I can't face other people's stuff. I can face my own stuff. But the problem I get is that when this is a, a big thing for healing too, is that when somebody else's stuff affects you, and it becomes your stuff, then it's up to you both to work it out together. Now, it, it the other person may or may not want to help you in that situation, but the imagine the length of time it takes for you both to heal because neither like you guys are not doing that together. That's what I just don't understand. Like 
people like, are you still bringing this back up? Yes, because it's still, I'm still seeing it affect me in my decision making. I'm still seeing that trauma response affecting me in my decision making. So clearly, it's not done for me yet because I still feel like that is, that is affecting my current life at this moment. I hope y'all understand what I'm, what I'm trying to say. Like, this is maybe a personal opinion of mine, but if you heal from something, you don't feel its effects on you anymore. If you haven't fully healed from something, you still feel its effects on you, right? So you bring it up because you still like, well, why is this affect me in this way? And you're still trying to do that work. You're still trying to heal it. You're still being introspective about it. It's not over. The same way this coronavirus is not over. Just because things are open back up, people, cases are still getting, are still happening in large numbers. It's not like it's just, you know, and people are still dying from it. And that's the biggest thing. It's not like you just catch it and, and they have a vaccine. You know, I, I heard they were doing the vaccine and stuff now, but I mean, there's certain places like my mom was saying, like earlier, she was saying she was afraid. She was afraid to go to some places and not afraid to go to other places. For whatever reason, I don't like there's certain people that she would go to or places that she trusts more than other. And that's just who she is as a person. Right, but like when you, when we're doing the, the look back at that, like for me, I can't look into why she would think that certain places are safer than other places, you know? Like there's some people who think that the, like the club right now is super, super safe and I don't think the club is super... I don't even know if the club is open here yet, honestly. I haven't even, like, thought about it in a while. Like, I've just been living through the TV. <laughs> like, I'm, a sub, I'm at the club with them on TV, not in real life. Dance like nobody can watch me. Which is actually better, because I, you know, whatever. Introvert life. So, um, my point being, though, that when you look back and, like, I know, like, I'll look back, like, well, okay, so why do I feel like this is not safe to go to? Like, why do I feel like it's not safe for me to go in the mall, but I feel like it's, it's safe for me to go to this person's house? It's like, oh, because I trust this person, but I don't trust, like, the other people. You know, I don't trust just a public area in general. I, I just, I don't. Like, I'm looking, like, I went to the car dealership uh, to go get my car back, and they're sanitizer bottles were there but they were empty and it didn't look like anybody was trying to change them I'm like okay so y'all just did this to comply with something but y'all wasn't really trying to be safe y'all really wasn't there wasn't no lesson learned the guy was in there he was you know sneezing and stuff with his mask on and everything and I'm just like okay so Serge have you really been uh you know are you sure you're not at least some form of sick because this sick is not uh a sick may not be the regular sick or, you know, a sick for some people may make it easier for them to get the other sick. This is, which is my thinking, because I feel like if you are, um, 
somebody who is already like predisposed or uh yeah i think that's where predisposed anyway and you get like a regular cold and then someone comes up to you with the actual covid what like aren't you at an even weaker point then like you already i just feel like that's just not a good that's just not a good move that's just not a good move for anybody uh, involved but my point being when i say that it was just like when you i don't know i i guess i just i do that so much that i don't even know how to not do it like a lot of people get mad or a lot of people get irritated like you just keep going off on tangents you know those tangents are me working through something right there on the fly like that's what I do. I work through something right there on the fly and the moment as it's happening. Wait a minute. Why do I think that? And I just go right on in and do it right then. I don't hold off. And some people just won't ever do it. And some people get mad when you do it. And some people get uh, like. I don't even know. Like they get they get upset because they don't do it. And I'm like, how was that? my fault that you never look and examine your life it's not my fault that you never do that and i'm not supposed to be the person that does that for you and i've been used for that so many times and it's so hard because you know people as as People as friends, I think this is, I don't know if this is like a black community thing either, because I know a lot of black people do it. I don't know as much, like, I just, I notice in a lot of black people, black people tend to never want to process their own emotions. They want someone else to process them for them. And I don't really know how else to describe that, like, I've been, and I don't think it's just, I'm not going to say it's all black people, but I'm going to say it's like, because there's white people who do it too. But I'm saying like, it's a majority of things I've noticed more in black people than I have when I hang around white people. Like black people are like, that's like, you need to process this for me. And like, really, really like, like I said, that narcissistic generation, mind you, that narcissistic generation from the, from the last podcast that I was talking about it. The narcissistic generation was also the same around the same time where we really stopped having slavery. If you really think, like, my granny was like right at the end of when slavery was. There was like Martin Luther King. This this stuff was not that long ago, okay? It really was not. It really, really was not. Like, and people act like it was like. Forever in, in, in year, it was really not like the trauma is still affecting us today. People don't understand that that generational trauma wave is still affecting us today. That generational trauma wave is going to be affecting all black people in the United States for the rest of the time that they're in the United States. It's just, it's not like it's not going to go away. A lot of people were uh, really against the uh, Marianne Williamson. I thought she was probably the best. Look, she was a very good presidential candidate to me, okay? 
I'm just going to say it. I thought she was a very good presidential candidate. A lot of people thought she was on some hoodoo, voodoo, whatever. But she was talking about some real stuff. Okay. When she said that people have not, it's, there's a lot of healing that needs to be done. She was being for real. Because there is. And people are focused on, well, how are we going to balance budgets and this and that? We, as human beings, if you ain't focused on your spirit, then what, what, what's the point of anything else? What is the point? To have money for what? So you can be miserable with money? I don't get it. Like, I just, I don't. I don't get why that's such a thing for people. But it, it, when she was saying that, when she was talking about healing, she's talking about that generational wave of trauma, that just came through. That the slavery, not like the narcissistic slavery, like right at that same level. They were. It's like one as one was going out, another one was coming in. We got two big, huge waves of 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 treachery. Don't even get me started on gay trauma. Don't even get me started. Like, there's so many, like, there's just waves of it emanating out that people are just sitting there like, we have, like, it has to be healed. The people, like, the younger generation, like, this has to be healed. I cannot go through life spiritually drained every single day by things that I didn't even cause. Because someone else does not want to put in their work on themselves. You can't do it. And I know so many people just don't even consider that an option to just do it for themselves. You don't need to, 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 to. You don't need to go to somebody else to look within yourself. Now, if you want to look outside of yourself, definitely you got to go to somebody else because you ain't going to see past you. That's, I just don't, I, I mean, you can't, I, I'm not going to say you're not going to see past you, but like, you're not going to see, how, uh, it's hard for people to see how other people see them. Like, I can't see how somebody else sees me. I can only see me how I see me. And how I want other people to see me, but I don't know how how people actually see me until they like, like until you actually tell me how you see me. That's the only way I know how you see me. I don't know how you see me until you tell me how you see me. But with people, they get so many. I don't even know how to. I don't even know how to put it the right way like it's just so many people that just ooh I'm invisible you don't really see me like yes we see you we just don't want to deal with the bullshit we see you you, you want some shit though so slide to the left <laughs> <laughs> What they say, if y'all ever watched Fairly Odd Parents, they had this episode where uh, um, Timmy's mom 
was trying to do something and everything and she was like everything i touch dies and the dad just slid off to the left like oh well i guess i'm gonna slide over here <laughs> don't touch me <laughs> but it's like but i'm saying like those lessons are in like stuff like that but people just do not see them because they're so busy not trying to see them like that was a whole deep rabbit hole and I get that it was confusing to some people because it's like you were just talking about this and you went to that and you went to this and you went to that and you went to this and you went to that but like yes but all the negativity I felt if I start when I started on that path when I really started looking at it it's now gone because I released it Going down those rabbit holes releases something. Why do you think Alice went down the rabbit hole to get to Wonderland? That falling down that hole, that was a very long fall, okay? Catch this. There was a very long fall down that rabbit hole. And if you watch the movie, uh, I, I know if you read the book, it probably is probably better for you, but... Um, you know, if you watch the movie, because most people are just going to watch the movie. If you watch the movie, there was chairs, there was a tape, there was the stuff flying down. There was memories flying down. Okay? Memories. And she's floating. She sees these memories throughout her life of different things that she's done, different ways. She's And she's only like 10 in this you know, so imagine if you're 40 and you ain't never did it. That's a long fall. You you had a bigger blockage. You add a much bigger blockage to yourself because now you have to do a lot of work. It's going to take you a long time to do all that work because you ain't you just put been putting it off. You can't put off doing work on yourself. That's the worst thing to put off. That's the last thing you need to put off. Put off doing anything else. Don't put off doing work on yourself. Anyway, my point being, though, that's a long fall. That's a lot of memories. That's flashes back. See, I'm going down one right now. (laughs) But uh, that's a long fall. It's memories flashing back. How did you think during this? How did you act during this? Who was in control during this? Was your mind in control? Was your heart in control? Was your spirit in control? Was your body in control? Who was in control of that decision? And why did that, and why did that, um, say you did something that was emotionally fueled, right? Your heart was in control of that decision. Why, why did you, why did you have that, particular emotional reaction not to say that no emotional reaction would um not to say that any other reaction would have been better but why did you have that like first of all why did that why did your brain or why did you choose to react emotionally versus mentally versus fleshly versus spiritually and then once you figure out why you chose why you made the choice emotionally then 
the next step is why did you choose that emotion? Like what 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 makes you choose that emotion? What makes you choose to judge something? Or what makes you choose to to, to hate something? Like what 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 inside of that, you know? Like think about the words that come out your mouth. What inside of the word hate? Right? That is an emotional word that comes from a certain place. That's not a logical word. That's not a spiritual word. That's not a fleshly word. That's an emotional word. I hope you can. I really like. I feel like the different. Have y'all ever seen like uh, the little um, operator doll or operator thing where they put on the table and like each part of the body like lights up? That's what it's like. Whenever I say like logical or brain, it's like the brain center lights up. And then um, like emotional, your heart lights up. And then the spiritual, like you get the aura around you. And then you get uh, fleshy and you think about your body and, and your skin and your, and you know, all like different, different parts of your body. It's a very, 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 like they're very, they're very, very complicated. We're very, very complicated beings. You know, like, I was looking at my car earlier, like, this car is complicated. I, there's a lot of stuff that I would have to learn to figure out this car. I don't know how this affects this, how this affects that, how this affects this. I just don't know what it is, right? The same way, like, back in the day with computers, you know, you used to have a big, them big, uh, desktop computers and you had you saw these all these different chips and all these different wires hooked up to all these different things and you're like wait what how does this hook up what does this all do right how 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 does this make this out of all this stuff produce this and now in today's age where it's so much smaller to do the same thing that we was doing it's like well how did they condense all of that down now stick with me because I'm going somewhere with this. The same way they got with this car, you know, they used to have those big, huge metal cars and they had all these different things and you see the technology improved on it, right? So now we have um, like electric cars. They don't have, they don't even have an engine in there. I mean, they have like their motors on the wheels, but what I'm saying, like the hood is just another trunk. There's nothing in there. And I'm looking like, now how did they get there to be nothing in there? And these gas cars got all this different stuff. And you open up the hood and it's like a bazillion different things in here. You see the battery, the oil, the the motor, the alternator, the transmit. Like all this, all the stuff is in there. But it doesn't, it's, it, all this stuff is weaved together in some complicated fashion to do the same thing that this other car made this other way doesn't need. They don't, they don't just need all this complication with it. And it still does the same thing and better than a lot of other cars at some things, right? You, you know, um, people, I don't know if you, 
if someone's old enough to remember what the first phone they had was, um, but or when cell phones first started coming out versus today, you know, we had a little phone that flipped and whatever. That's all I did was make phone calls and stuff. And it was really bad at web browsing if you could do it on there. And it really didn't have a good map if you could put a map. Like some of them didn't even have that stuff on there. You know what I'm saying? But like as they evolved and stuff, as they evolved like that, now they've become the center of what we're doing. Right, but you can do more with less. So we we've got we the whole world has transitioned to a point where you can do more with less. So why are you still holding on to the more? If you can do more with less, then why do you want more? So you why do you want to hinder yourself? Why do you want to hold back? From jumping down the rabbit hole and and going into Wonderland and having the best experience of your life, but that's what these people are doing. They're like saying, "Oh, I don't want to do that because if I do that, it's going to be painful." Yeah, but what about the other side? What about Wonderland? I I would love to. This seems crazy. That place seems insane, but I would love to go there because I know it'll be interesting. Ain't never going to be a dull moment there. But there's people who just do not want to do that work on themselves to get there. Like, uh, electric cars. <laughs> this is how I process stuff, okay? Electric cars started in years ago, in like 1980, I believe. And I have to re-look back it up. Uh, but they had one. It drove about... Uh, 60 miles, 40 to 60 miles before the battery died. And that was back, um, you know, the cars that we got today, It we could have been driving electric cars. They didn't want to do it because there wasn't enough money in it because they used less material. So they didn't do it. It stopped it. It, it was going to stop certain types of businesses. Right? So like an auto repair shop. It, you People wanted you to go to an auto repair shop. They made the car with the intention of you're going to go to this auto repair shop and fix it so that this other person gets some money. Right? I'm going to make a car a certain way with some certain... Uh, knowing that there's some certain things that's going to go bad with it. Knowing that you're going to need to get it fixed. Right? No, you're gonna you're gonna pay me a certain amount of money to give you this, and you're gonna pay someone else or come back to me to fix it. Either way it goes, and I know that you're just gonna keep doing that, and that's just the way it was because people had a flow of money they could do that with. So the people had that flow of money. People got greedier. They start charging more money. People had less money to do that with. So now they had to devise solutions so people could do that less. You know, I I don't want to buy a computer knowing that I'm going to have to keep doing maintenance on this computer when I can get a computer I don't have to do maintenance on. That's going to cost me less money over time, right? That's the way the world has uh, transitioned. 
So, what I'm saying is that overall, the stuff this world, the world has transitioned in that particular way because of the effect of what it was before. Somebody made that with that intention that this is what you're, this is what people want to do, this is what people are going to do, this is what people can do, and it, like they will customize it down to whatever they want it to be, however they want it to look, however they want it to, you know, to be around. Because they have the money to do that. Then the money got taken away because people got greedy. Really. So, since that changed, then we got now where we're looking for more permanent solutions to things. Right? There's people who won't even touch something that looks like it's going to be trouble. Right? Like, look at, I'm sure there's some people who still have a computer from the year 2000. A 20-year, uh, I don't even think, yeah, from the, year two, from the year 2000. I'm trying to think of, like, when the desktops and stuff, uh, like, what they look like. If they can have, like, a web browser then, or they use just AOL. I think 2000 they had web browsers. But, um. God, I feel old. <laughs> <laughs> My God, I feel old. Anyway, so uh, if you think back to that time, though, think back to two thousand with a big desktop computer. How many? Like back in that day, I was excited to see that. Not like overwhelmingly excited because I could see that it, you know, had some issues. It was big. It was clunky. It was confusing. You know, it was, it had some issues, but still, it's like oh. People are making progress to do this thing and to get this way, right? So, what I'm saying is now you, you present that to somebody now and they go, why would you even want to deal with this? This is a this is an issue. This is a problem. This is, a, this is not a solution, right? If someone uh, were to hand you a computer... You would consider the, I mean, it, it depends on what you even what you would consider a computer nowadays. Because, I mean, there's things that the phones can do now that's like fixing the size of your hand that that big desktop from 2000 will not be able to do. But it got condensed down. You know how it got condensed down? Because people went through... Lots of smart, intelligent people at different companies, not just Apple, because I'm sure someone's going to say, oh, and you're talking about the iPhone people. Yeah, they did that. Anyway. Um, <laughs> like, they just, you know, they looked at it and said, okay, so how can we improve this? 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 And now it looks, we, we, we transformed from what that was to what this is now, the capabilities of that thing has transformed that hole. And then you're still going down that hole, but it's more like refinements now. Like they're really like, it's not like big, huge, monumental changes for a lot of different things. Um, as far as hardware goes, I'm strictly, I'm strictly talking about hardware for this, but. 
point being that they did that introspective work and examined it, right? And I say that because I, for a lot of people, I find it's better for them to get an example from the physical world of what I'm talking about because it's so hard to measure the patches of time. Like we see time as numbers on like a watch or a phone or something or on a car or whatever, but we don't realize how, I, I guess I just, I feel like people don't realize how much can be done within that amount of time. Like an hour can be a long time if you make it a long time in your mind. An hour can be like, go by like, like that if you make it like that in your mind. Your mind has that power to control how you, how you, how time affects you, right? You, you have that, you have that time. So, I'll, that's a big change that's happened in the technology world. And what seems to be a short amount of time for some people and a long amount of time for other people. You know, like my mom will be a person, she's like, well, you know, it wasn't like that before and I got used to it this way and now there's always something new to learn. Like, yeah, that's how life is. There's always something new to learn. Always something new to learn. So, why do you refuse to learn it? What what stops? What is the thing that says, oh, well, I can't learn this one. Is it just because you're tired? Because you learned so many other things? Or... Is it like, are you, you not think that you need that to learn this thing? Because I feel like everybody needs to, every, like not everybody's going to know everything, but you want to, that, that shouldn't prevent you from still wanting to learn. There's so many different things out there to learn and just because I don't know. I guess I just feel like in the time that we're on this earth, so many people say, well, we're on this earth. We're not on this earth long enough to, to know everything there is to know. No, you're not. But why can't you know everything that you can know while you're here? Like learn as much as you possibly can. Now, knowledge is supposed to be power. Knowledge has been powerful for me. I'll tell you that. And if you don't even know yourself or know how what what's going on is affecting you, then how do you expect to keep power? How do you expect to re-energize yourself? You can't just ignore your energetic side. You can't ignore... And I'm saying this because I was spiritually dead. My heart was so rotten, I couldn't make no decisions with it because it was all just going to be based off of trauma responses. My flesh is so beat and worn down that I couldn't even, you know, like I just, I couldn't even get there. So it's just, it's beat and worn down and, and inexperienced to the point where I was like, I couldn't even let this take control. 
Because I wouldn't even know what to, didn't, didn't even know what to do. The only thing I had left was my mind. But uh, that's a very unbalanced approach to life. And all these things have to be balanced in order to have a healthy approach to life. If you don't even attempt to balance these things, nothing you do will be, nothing you do will have health on it. Nothing you do will be nurtured. Because you're, you're, you're going through this stuff without even trying to do something. You're just putting a seed in the ground just leaving it there. And you're saying, well, how come this isn't working out? Because you didn't do anything. You, you can't just not tend to yourself and expect yourself to grow. Um, they have this thing. I'm, I'm going to end with this one and a card, of course. But um, I'm going to just do the card segment all in one today because I just had one um, earlier this week. So I don't want to bombard y'all with the ad and the length because that was long too. These are probably my... These might be my two longest ones, to be really honest. Um, but, point being, um, they had this really good thing for self-care to say, if you get, go get a plant and name it you. Like, name it, name it your name. Like, my plant would be Shadow, or I'm, I call it, because I call myself Shadow. Anyway. But, point being, you name it after yourself, and every time you go to water it, Talk to it, nurture it, speak its name. And it's like you're nurturing yourself. You're you're telling yourself how important you are. Even if you do this with a pet, which would be kinda weird. Although I'm kinda here for it. Like if you name a pet after yourself, like I get like some people name their kids after themselves, and that was a little bit odd to me, but I guess the pet would be odd, too. So, yeah, just do the flower. Sorry, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was getting somewhere with that one. Let me get the card here. Ooh, yes. Clear your energy field. Bam. There it is. I'm telling you. People be talking about the cards, but the cards be on, on it. And number 10. Today is the 10th. The number 10... Mm, I'm telling y'all. Mm, y'all think spirit stuff ain't real. It's real today. Get some sage. Get some Palo Santo. Clean your area. Cleanse yourself. Some of y'all think cleaning yourself is just getting up and putting and slapping some soap and water on you. You gotta get spiritually clean. You gotta get spiritually clean. And you gotta get emotionally clean. Because cleaning off that heart is the hard one. Mm. Woo. Well, that's it. I'm, I'm going to leave this one as it is because of how uh, it was last week. But, or the other day. Um, the days are all blurring together, y'all. They all blurring together. I hope you have a blessed one. I hope you have a blessed few, blessed rest of your life. And with all that being said, I look forward to speaking with you again. Have a beautiful life. Shadow out.